You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephaniewynn.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's talk business. are back. We are back for another episode of the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host and I am super excited, specifically excited more so because we have a special guest. Before I introduce her, I wanted to talk about, you know, the one most important thing that I talk about all the time is that in order for us to be great at anything, it starts with the renewing of our mind. And if you want to move from being um, just a regular coach, consultant, or teacher, preacher, whatever it is, it first starts with the renewing of your mind. And sometimes we, we carry over, like it's a new year, new year calls for new opportunities and new, new results or resolutions, right? But before we can get the resolutions and the results, it starts with your mind. If you believe deep down inside that you can do whatever it is, whether it's lose the 10 pounds, whether it's um, do more self-care, you know, take more time out for yourself, then it starts with your mind, right? And oftentimes we do what a fixed mindset person will do is self-sabotage. Oh, it's too cold outside. I'm not going to go do my walk. Or we say, we say, oh, I'll get to that next week. Procrastination. So we don't want to have that type of mindset. We want to have a more of a growth mindset for 2022. So with that being said, we're going to get into um, the introduction of our new guest on the podcast. We have Karina, Karina Belizzi. I said it right. I got it right. <laughs> you did perfectly. <laughs> You're part of the family. That's it. We have. That's right. So Car- let me tell y'all, like Karina and I have been, it's almost like this sisterhood that happened like overnight. So Karina is a natural products industry executive who has earned a reputation for leading the development and growth of responsible brands, um, Nordic Naturals, IWI, Nutri-Gold. In her professional life, she champion social benefit programs to enhance company impact while preserving. Karina, in her professional life, she champions social benefit programs to enhance company impact while preserving and protecting our home planet. She's presently working all the time. All yeah, the I'm time, presently working 100% of the time, it seems. <laughs> On the development of a new pre-market that seeks to achieve a carbon negative impact. So, She's also the co-founder of the Media Casters. This is a platform that we're going to talk about in our interview today. But more importantly, what I do love about Karina is, is that she has a podcast that's called Care More, Be Better. And this is all about bringing about social impact plus sustainability to our community, to the world, right? And so without further ado, we're going to have Karina come on in and introduce herself. Welcome, Karina, to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. This is awesome. You make me sound like I, I deserve a standing ovation. 
do that intro, but I am doing a lot of things. And Mm -hmm. um, granted, you know, that top secret pre-market brand I've been working on, that's a year and a half in the making. And I'll be able to talk about it more in about three months time, I hope. Um, It's an endeavor, you know, trying to build a brand that is actually carbon negative, that like Mm -hmm. gives more back to us Mm -hmm. than it takes, than we take, you know, from the kind of extractive world that we tend to live in. It's a feat but it's yes. almost here. It's like, it's really exciting. Definitely. That is so cool. So we're going to get right into the um, interview. So Karina, because I'm super excited. Like you, you said something that's like near and dear to my heart, which is a brand. And so at what point on your journey did you feel that you needed to build this brand? Well, my personal brand is is kind of the care more, be better world, right? Mm-hmm. Like I really feel like there is a need for all of us to care mm-hmm. a little bit more about the state of our world, the state of our environment, so that we can all build a better future. The reality is we are now borrowing from the future by working in this really extractive way, by take, take, taking without giving back. You know, we're creating all sorts of greenhouse gases, some of which we can draw down like the carbon, but a lot of which we can't. And so ultimately, if we don't start to move in a direction where we're thinking about how we can live a little differently and be a little differently, Mm -hmm. we're going to create a future for our kids that is a dystopian sci-fi style world that none of us would really want to live in. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we need to get real with that. We need to get honest. We need Mm -hmm. to step back from this consumerist mindset where more is better and think more about how we are living together. And so that was the impetus behind me starting that podcast, which was my first, right? Mm -hmm. I've really worked for the past 20 years developing brands that weren't my own, developing brands for companies, right? Mm -hmm. And working to create a kind of organization and company that people would gravitate towards. People that would say, oh, I yeah, I like taking omega-3s, but I love Nordic Naturals. Or mm-hmm. like think of Patagonia if you're in the outdoor apparel space. Mm-hmm. People really resonate with the brand. They, they come to a spot where they just feel like they are champions for it, like they're part of it, like they're mm-hmm. part of that whole message. Yes. And what I'm seeking to build with the Care More Be Better podcast is something along those lines where it really is the reality of us all working together towards a common goal. And mm-hmm. each of us is a part of that. Now, this is an out-of-pocket expense for me every month. I mean, I'm sure you know the world of podcasting. It's like, Mm -hmm. it costs a bit to go ahead and produce a really high-quality show. But it feels like it's something I'm just drawn to do. And Mm -hmm. it's my effort to double down on all of those social impacts uh, types of programs that I've put together over the years, Mm -hmm. the sustainability initiatives within companies, even like reimagining their recycling programs and and doing things along those lines of mm-hmm. building corporate social responsibility or CSRs for them mm-hmm. to like really be in line with being more engaged with their employee uh, base and really building something that's more sustainable. Okay. So it's my effort to say, this can be my brand and I'm proud of it, yes. which is really exciting. Definitely. So I, um, I'm really big on author branding um, and specifically my aspiring and even my established authors, because that's one thing that, you know, with going through the uh, publishing process, even with having a publisher, they don't teach you that. Um, right. it, or if they do, it comes with a cost. Um, they mm-hmm. talk about marketing your book, but they don't teach you about branding. And so <laughs> I think that that is one of the things that is branding is under marketing. And I think that should be discussed now. Um, Even in business, even in business, I've taken many business courses. I've taken entrepreneurship um, 
four-week uh, comprehensive courses. And one thing they don't teach you is that you have to have this brand because if nobody knows that you exist, nobody knows to buy into what you're selling, right? They don't know. If to nobody buy. knows you exist, do you? Right. I mean, right. in their minds, you don't. So right. yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And so my goal is to change the narrative because, you know, there are entrepreneurs out here that really believe in what they're doing. Like they truly believe in it. So what happens is they get frustrated once they've sold to their friends and family, (laughs) the buzz die down. And then now what do I do? Right. We're at the six o'clock hour on a Friday. Okay. Nobody's buying anymore. What do I do? And so that leads me into my second question. Like what, when you feel like there should be more, what do you do? Just on your in your personal brand, let's talk about, let's start there. When you feel like you should be doing more, how does Karina get through that? Well, entrepreneurship is a funny thing because it's essentially sales, right? Yes. And so I come from a world of sales. I grew up in college working in a retail shop and then going through all sorts of sales training for that. I was commissioned and then going from that world to actually working in sales within the natural products industry to leverage people's hearts and minds and build products. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I just, I lived and breathed it for so long that it comes somewhat naturally, but there is essentially a system to all of it. And it really is, you have to listen. You have to listen to what your consumer base, your ideal customer wants. Mm -hmm. You have to find out where they're spending their time, Mm -hmm. what is causing them to make the decisions they're making you have to know your competition. And sometimes what you define as your competition can be something that isn't a direct line. Like for instance, 10 years ago, Whole Foods considered Costco to be competition. And 10 years ago, you were like, what? I mean, Costco is a completely different store. What are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. But people were going to Costco to shop for organic meats. And that was something that took away from the bottom line for Whole Foods. So it was prescient. They saw a lot of the brands that they were offering starting to take their product and go into Costco. So of course, when Costco started offering some of these competing products, the writing was on the walls for them that their volumes in these arenas were going to drop. So they leaned in to their products that were perishable. They leaned Mm -hmm. in to the outer edge of their stores, the produce and the things that, you know, don't keep quite as well that you might not buy in these huge volumes, right? Right. And so it changed their approach. So what essentially I'm getting to is that you have to listen to your ideal audience and Mm -hmm. you have to shift. And one of the things that I will say, you know, I'm actually taking this to heart right now because I started this podcast, a second podcast with Julie Loken back in November, right? Called Femcasters. And Femcasters was really seeking to elevate the voices of women and provide Mm -hmm. us with the types of tools we need to ensure that we can be more successful in public speaking and publishing and podcasting, that we can get really good insights in going forward. But what we found was that the community we were building had quite a few men in it and some that were non-binary and that didn't identify with the branding because it was Mm -hmm. too femme, right? So we're shifting that now to the media casters. Mm -hmm. And of course, every time you go through something like that, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel super good. But if you're listening to your audience, then guess what? You make a change and the effects that you see may propel forward. It speaks to me, that whole concept of, okay, on a Friday night, 
somebody's not like they're not listening or they're not buying or they're not doing what you wanted them to do. That's what we were seeing with Femcasters. And so I thought, well, heck, maybe it's partially the bras hanging in the background on the branding of Femcasters. (laughs) Maybe it's partially that it's Femcasters. Maybe it's partially some of the more militant on the lean into women. And we were highlighting man casters every once in a while. But guess what? It was a combination of all of those things. And so that's what we identified. And that's how we're working to march forward because it makes sense. So don't discount common sense. Get as much detail as you can. Dive in, get the perspective of other people. Ask hard questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you ask those hard questions, don't be afraid of the feedback. Don't make excuses. Don't say, oh, well, but what I meant to do was. Because the moment you do that, you stop listening. That's correct. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So again, you, like you said, you had to you have to rebrand and, and so really quick too quickly. And that's mm-hmm. where resilience come into play because you know sometimes you have to you you know with the rebranding you have to move quickly, right? You have to move quickly and you have to be able to bounce back quickly. And so that that was that was really good that you 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 saw an issue you took the lead on it to make it a better issue for your community i mean a solution for your community so now the commun- now everyone feels um and i'm i'm sure this will be in 3 months everyone will feel a part of the media casters community without you know the elephant being in the room right right so <laughs> and- Still think that our branding is a little too girly. We've just we're still using this kind of light teal as our primary mm-hmm. color, but we've shifted from a butterfly to a dragonfly. You know, butterflies okay. are all about transformation. Mm-hmm. Dragonflies actually symbolize rising to your highest self. Yes, and they're also one of the oldest creatures that exists on the planet. There mm-hmm. was a species of dragonfly alive at the time of the dinosaurs, and well before over three hundred million years ago. So this is a lasting arduous creature that can rise to its highest self. So we like that better than something like a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So my, my third question for you, Karina, like what's next for you? Like what, as far as we, you're doing the rebrand with the media casters, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we have care more, be better podcast. Like for you, what is next for you? What is Karina? What are you doing uh, for 2022? (sighs) That's the big question, isn't it? So, you know, I'm, I've am i got equity in the company I'm working with to create this nutrition brand. Worked okay. very hard on it for more than a year. I'm okay. confident that by leveraging the nutrition of algae, that's in a sustainable way that I can create and encourage people to look to different sources for their nutrients that are truly regenerative. So that is going to live there. That's like the natural products girl that I've always been. I get to... I get to continue to put all of my hope and dreams for a better future in that way through nutrition. And that's likely to stay in my life forever because I'm so passionate about health and nutrition. I am also really leaning into podcasting as a medium to reach people because I believe in it. I believe in the power of stories, of the untold stories, you know, lift that rock and and tell something mm-hmm. that somebody else isn't hearing. Right. I believe that we should focus on independent podcasters and trying to listen to independent voices as opposed to those that are pushed from major media houses. Mm-hmm. I believe that there's power in that. And I want for people to understand that even in the face of these media giants coming into this space of podcasting, that their voices can be heard. 
And so I am leaning into that. I'm working to create a system with my partner, Julie Loken, and the media casters, where we help people leverage the power of the intersection between podcasting, publishing, and guess what? Presenting. So getting on a stage. This is going to apply more to people that are working in the field of coaching. But Mm -hmm. even for authors, I mean, we interviewed Dr. G, Dr. Deborah Gilboa, who Mm -hmm. does major media tours, and she's on Ask the Doctors. She has to get on a stage, right? To bring mm-hmm. her story forward. She's not really, you know, doing a bunch of keynote addresses. She's talking specifically about areas of health as a medical doctor. I'm interviewing Dr. William Lee pretty soon for my podcast, Care More Be Better, and also for one that I'm launching to support the new brand I'm creating. So I'll be interfacing with these doctors and medical professionals in a way that continually gets me to see what's working for them and the magic of how they're doing their work so that I can bring that back to the media casters community. Mm-hmm. And so my whole thinking is I'm creating this community, the media casters, which people can join just by going to themediacasters.mn.co. It's a mighty network platform. We're doing things like even swapping guest shows and mm-hmm. uh, doing trailer swaps and supporting the journey of people that are on the road to writing a book, helping mm-hmm. them discover how to do it. Julie Loken had a publishing house called Media Queens, which we are rebranding, which makes sense as the Media Casters Publishing Mm -hmm. House, and which will offer the roadmap to our community and how to get there. And so a lot of the resources that we're creating are honestly Mm -hmm. free, right? You can get a lot of this advice free, but we'll also be releasing programs that are more kind of white glove treatment that enable Mm -hmm. people to do the things like walk the road to launching their podcast or writing that book and getting it published, whether it be by a professional print publisher or self-published, what makes the most sense for them given what they're trying to achieve and just navigate that whole mess because it's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, even I talk to a lot of people who want to start a podcast And they're like, well, I just don't even know where to start. And so giving those people a community of other people who've been through it so Mm -hmm. that they get advice not only from from myself and Julie, but also from our peer community, which could include people like you, Stephanie. I mean, you can share your knowledge. Yes. Help other people along the way. One of the pieces of advice I got when I first was going to start my podcast, Care More, Be Better, was from Liza Miller. She's a friend of mine in Santa Cruz County. She has a podcast that gets way more listens than mine does. Over 5,000 listens for every single episode and probably more by now. She has over 400 episodes out and her podcast is called Motorcycles and Misfits. And it's just, (laughs) every episode is like three hours long. I mean, these are long hauls. She has had as many as 21 people mics in her garage as they're just talking about these things. And she said to me, Karina, you know, when you start out, you're a new guy on the block. People that are in the same space may look at you as competition. They may not want to help you. Just mm-hmm. never let yourself become like that. Because the reality is you were the underdog once and you may not always be, mm-hmm. but remember the people who helped you along the way. Mm-hmm. And it creates lasting friendships and lasting sense of, I, I am emotionally connected to this person. I value what they did for me. Yes. And that is what matters. Definitely. That that is amazing. You said something that really resonated with me. And I talk about this all the time when we talk about the growth mindset. While you're you're, you know, the person with that growth mindset, they work while they wait, but in the same time, they help someone who is less fortunate. Um, so that it's not just all about them. 
you know, it's helping someone else. And so whether it's serving, you know, for free, maybe you, you know, feeding the homeless or maybe you're, you know, taking someone some lunch, it doesn't matter. It's just the simple things. Right. And so you don't ever, I don't, at least for me, I don't forget where, how far I've come and the people that have helped me along the way, because I will say this, um, as, as, uh, as a, you know, serial entrepreneur and um, being passionate about what I do is that you will need at some point on your journey a team of people that's going to help you get to that next level. We hear this all the time. I need to take my business to the next level. I need to level up. But in order to level up, I do know one thing. You need systems in place before you can move up, down, out. You know, you need some type of system in place. So every every episode when we have special guests, and even if we don't have special guests, I like to give the audience three business tips. And so I want it to be centered, these business tips to be centered around care more, be better. How would one, Karina, care more and be better about just them personally? Mm. Like, can you give them three tips on how to care more and be better? Well, personalizing it, I think, is always a challenge for somebody who is for somebody who is a little self-critical. And so I will say I'm I'm the perfectionist in the room. Typically, I'm a little self-critical. And one of the biggest things I do for myself on the daily is give myself a little grace because it doesn't have to be perfect all of the time. And sometimes I might stumble and I might say, um, and I might you know, not have perfect skin that day. And I'm trying to look good for the camera and also produce a podcast that I air on YouTube because I just want to reach more people. And that's the impetus, right? Like, so give yourself grace, understand with intention what your goals are and allow yourself a moment to breathe. One of the hardest things I have had to learn is that I really need to set my brakes it's hard for me to take time off. And so uh, a guest of mine from probably about three or four months ago now, he's incredible. Um, he wrote a book uh, or two his, um, that specifically are about giving back to community. And his name is John Lefevre. It's spelled F-E-B-V-R-E, so really hard to find, but John Lefevre. <laughs> anyway, he said... He takes 30 minutes a day to do nothing. And he said, it's not meditation. It's literally just do nothing. Just sit and be. And I am like, wow, okay. So I've always had a hard time meditating, like getting my thoughts really clear. The space where I'm able to do that is typically when I'm out for a walk with my dog or I'm going for a run and I hear the birds chirping. And after a while, I just kind of lose myself in the moment. But what he said is, no, 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 don't even worry about that. Just sit and do nothing. And it provides you a reprieve from the busy got to do, got to do, got to do, got to do. He says, in those moments, I come up with some of my best ideas. So I started integrating that. And so around lunchtime each day, I will take a half an hour to just sit on my deck or inside if it's super cold and look out my windows and do nothing and just relax. And I think that is powerful. And that enables you to figure out what you are passionate about, what you want to care more about so you can be better. So I think that's number two. And on the third front, I would just say, you know, it's powerful to inform yourself. And so if you can continually learn, if you can consider yourself 
a lifelong student of this thing called life, then you're not likely to come at things from the, I know everything, I know best. You're more likely to approach things from a curious perspective. And I think that curiosity itself keeps us more honest. And when we're curious, we discover new things. We honestly, in my opinion, are better people. And I think if you remain curious, that you're more likely to remain optimistic as well. Because again, you're not coming from this perspective of I know everything. Absolutely. So the first one is give yourself a little little grace. Number mm-hmm. one, um, give yourself 30 minutes to do nothing every day, right? Mm-hmm. I think that is so perfect because... It's not a ton. It's not a ton of time. Just it's 30. not. It's not. Yeah. But what the value in that 30 minutes could mean a whole, you could come up with, maybe there's a download, even with you being quiet to yourself, you, you need that time to just turn off and shut off from everything, right? So now you feel more better when it's time to go after the 30 minutes, you're recharged, you're ready to go, right? That's right. And then three, the powerful to learn yourself, the power to learn yourself. I think that when we're taking those 30 minutes, we, we're also getting to know who we are. That's right. Like knowing who we are, where we are in just that moment, that minute, that second, you know, that half an hour. I Every morning I get up at 4 a.m. I get up at 4, I meditate, I pray, I do, you know, I take time out for myself. For, so between 4 and 6, that's my time. And then... I, pre- I get prepared for my day, right? But yes, definitely um, self-care. That's that's what my newsletter, um, I'm, pu- I'm putting in my newsletter, like you take more time for yourself because mm-hmm. we're so busy nurturing and being and doing and running and, you know, we're doing everything for everybody, but for ourselves. So those were some really good, powerful um Uh, business tip takeaways for this episode. So Karina, tell the audience how they can follow you. Well, they can find me on social profiles at Care More Be Better. My name, the spelling of it, Karina Belizzi, C-O-R-I-N-N-A, Belizzi with two L's and two Z's, B-E-L-L-I-Z-Z-I. If you Google me, I'm pretty much the only thing that comes up. And I think that's because nobody has my name, kind of unique, (laughs) you know, which is nice. But I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm most active of social profiles on Instagram. I do begrudgingly Twitter, but um, caremorebebetter.com is my website for that particular podcast. Themediacasters.com for the Mediacasters podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you want to join the community, it's free. There's about 200 writers, podcasters, and also public speakers in there, some media types as well. Uh, That's just themediacasters.mn.co. I host office hours every Thursday. So we get to know each other over a Zoom call as well and put names to faces, support one another's journeys. And you can also find me on Clubhouse and the Wisdom app. So I'm just starting to do some rooms on the Wisdom app and really enjoying that journey because I get to have one-on-one discussions with people. Mm -hmm. I cover a specific topic, typically as it relates to podcasting of late. Mm -hmm. and then have this one-on-one conversation with different people I'm inviting onto the stage for, you know, five or 10 minutes at a time. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. If you had a choice, which one do you like better, Clubhouse or Wisdom? That's a tough one. I, um... I was introduced to social audio with Clubhouse and I met my business partner, Julie Loken, there. Okay. But I'm really enjoying 
the Wisdom app is relatively new. I okay. got the chance to interview Dio, the founder of the company. Mm-hmm. I like that it's female owned. I like that it's female black owned. Okay. I like that she's in the tech space and she's working to disrupt this a bit and right. create um, an economy for creators. So, awesome. so far, I'm just loving that. You do okay. have to have an iPhone or an iPad in order to access the app. So I don't love that about it. I'm an Android girl. Um, I did get an iPad, so I'm able to do that for now. (laughs) You're going to love it. It's like an American Express card. Don't do business without it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I walked away from Apple years ago, and it's because I live in Silicon Valley, and I just got irritated with their media campaigns after a while. There was one in particular. They said, if you don't have an iPhone, you don't have an iPhone. And that day I had broken my third or fourth within like six months. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, you know what? I don't anymore. And I'm not getting another one. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, like I, you know, being an author, like when I went on my book tour, I'm super glad that I had the iPhone because the the photo the the photography on the iPhone you know and I know Android has really come up like Samsung they've really come a long way but it was just the capturing of my photos were really like when I was in California Chicago DC I got a lot of good footage on that and so again um, Apple is is just the way to go I think it's it's I've my dad when I was a little girl we had an Apple back in the day and this was like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like we were like one of many, one of few families that had like the original one with the big, the Apple with the colors. So yeah, I had an Apple II and also the Mac Duo, which was like their mm-hmm. first laptop. Okay. I mean, I've had Apple for years and years, but um, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm proudly a PC Android user now because okay. I think affordability and durability. Like yes. That that is definitely key. That is definitely key. I mean, so, I've had this Android. This is a Samsung Galaxy S9. So I'm talking a okay. few generations. I'm working okay. on my fourth or fifth year. Like okay, and it's awesome. Doing great. It takes great photos too. So. Awesome. That's 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 awesome. I just yeah. I, that's the green girl in me. I don't like <laughs> having to turn a phone in that often. Yeah, because something's broken or stops working, and I feel like I've just not live in my truth with regard yeah. to sustainability. Okay. Awesome. Well, this is the part of the show. I, first, let me thank you, Karina. Thank oh, you thank so you. much this has for been awesome. allowing me to... This is our second take, y'all. For those that are, are listening, <laughs> I've got to be transparent. This is our second take. But we got this one right this time. I'm, I'm truly believing for it. And so this is the part of the show where I talk about um, the ships, the many ships. But if you all have not taken away anything from this episode, I want you all to care more and be better Follow Karina Belize. She is on all major plat- social media platforms, LinkedIn. Check out her website, Care More, Be Better. That's her podcast. And listen, it is, she's impacting. She's doing a lot of social impact, sustainability, regeneration. She is truly, truly a gem. You really need to get in her community, specifically the media casters. That is going to be a platform that I see for you, Karina, just that it's going to blow up. It's going to be all that you want plus more. Um, I'm tr- I truly believe in the power of affirmations. So if you believe that you can receive that, it definitely will happen. So on your entrepreneurship journey, or even if you're an author and you're tuning in, even on your authorpreneurship journey, you're going to encounter many ships, right? And some ships are going to be companionships, relationships, partnerships, entrepreneurship, and authorpreneurship, right? But whatever ship you choose, make sure that you and your ship 
is solid. That means you have a team of people who care more about you being better in your business, in your brand, and even if it's personal development. You have to make sure that you are solid. Your ship is solid because we all know if you don't have a solid ship, well, we're sinking. And so we don't want to sink for 2022. We want to propel forward, excel in everything that we do. I want to thank our special guest, Karina, for coming in and joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you all, we will see you soon. for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast and online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Let's Talk Business.